for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome to Living Life. You know, today we're going to talk about what we would call revelation or prophecy uh, from Daniel. Uh, Daniel is someone that many, many Christians uh, find very mysterious in terms of the way God dealt with Daniel. But hopefully we can clear up some of that mysteriousness and see, you know, see the power of what uh, God was doing and how God was using Daniel during uh, this particular time. We're going to deal with a series of dreams that God was giving him. These dreams are prophetic. These dreams have meaning into the future. And if we really glean and really try to understand what's going on here, we can have a glimpse into what God was saying through Daniel for our own lives. For as we know, this is not the end. There is life beyond uh, and we have eternal life and God has given us a glimpse into eternity. Let's see what the passage says. Daniel chapter 7 verses 1 through 14 In the first year of Belshazzar king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions passed through his mind as he was lying in bed. He wrote down the substance of his dream. Daniel said, In my vision at night I looked, and there before me were the four winds of heaven churning up the great sea. Four great beasts, each different from the others, came up out of the sea. The first was like a lion, and it had the wings of an eagle. I watched until its wings were torn off, and it was lifted from the ground so that it stood on two feet like a human being, and the mind of a human was given to it. And there before me was a second beast, which looked like a bear. It was raised up on one of its sides, and it had three ribs in its mouth between its teeth. It was told, Get up and eat your fill of flesh. After that I looked, and there before me was another beast, one that looked like a leopard, and on its back it had four wings like those of a bird. This beast had four heads, and it was given authority to rule. After that, in my vision at night, I looked, and there before me was a fourth beast, terrifying and frightening and very powerful. It had large iron teeth. It crushed and devoured its victims and trampled underfoot whatever was left. It was different from all the former beasts, and it had ten horns. While I was thinking about the horns, there before me was another horn, a little one which came up among them, and three of the first horns were uprooted before it. This horn had eyes like the eyes of a human being and a mouth that spoke boastfully. As I looked, 
thorns were set in place, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. His clothing was as white as snow, the hair of his head was white like wool. His throne was flaming with fire, and its wheels were all ablaze. A river of fire was flowing, coming out from before him. Thousands upon thousands attended him. Ten thousand times, ten thousand stood before him. The court was seated, and the books were opened. Then I continued to watch because of the boastful words the horn was speaking. I kept looking until the beast was slain and its body destroyed and thrown into the blazing fire. The other beasts had been stripped of their authority, but were allowed to live for a period of time. In my vision at night I looked, and there before me was one like a son of man coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All nations and peoples of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. Welcome back to Living Life. As I promised you, we're going to get a glimpse into what God's uh, saying to us about eternity, about the future. Uh, and as we look at this particular passage, the dream that God gives Daniel is a four beast. Uh, and there's, uh, and so when we look at this passage, uh, initially it looks like a very horrifying dream. And it was uh, to Daniel. As a matter of fact, he even says so. So let's take a look at what these beasts represent. The first was a lion that had wings like an eagle. Uh, and this, uh, this beast uh, who had wings like an eagle, uh, is standing on two feet like a human being, and he has a mind like a human being. The next one is a bear that has three ribs in his mouth, and the word goes out to him, take your fill and eat. So we see this lion with wings. We see this bear that has three ribs in his mouth. And then next thing we see is we see one that looks like a beast that looks like a leopard. And this one that looks like a leopard, uh, it has wings, four wings, like a bird as well. Uh, and this beast uh, had four heads, and it was given authority to rule. Now. Again, we, we're going to talk about this a little bit more, but I want you to begin to understand these images that a God is showing. And so this fourth, there's this fourth beast that is horrifying, that is terrifying to Daniel. And as he's, he's in his this dream and he's receiving it, he even says so how terrifying, horrifying it is. But this particular beast is very powerful. This particular beast was crushing every other person and kingdom underfoot. And so as we look through the passage a little more, and we see finally this fifth kingdom or this, this fifth king, and as we see this fifth king, we will see how God, who is sovereign, who is still on the throne, uh, deals with these four beasts. Now, when we look and kind of look at and take some of the interpretation of these beasts, uh, the first represents 
Babylon or the king of Babylon, this beast. Uh, and the second represents, as we look through this, Persia. The third represents Greece or the Greek. And the fourth represents, actually, um, when we look at this horrifying beast, it, look, it looks like it is a, a physical beast, but it's more of a spiritual uh, beast. This beast has 10 horns flowing from it. And the ten horns, actually, there's another horn that rises up from the ten horns. And when that happens, three of the horns actually break off. And this, uh, this beast, of this with this, or we should, as we would call him, this little horn has human eyes, uh, but he speaks boastfully, and he speaks against the God Most High, and he speaks against the people of God. So we're seeing this beast, and this beast, it really kind of gives us a representation of the Antichrist, the one who, uh, this little horn that speaks boastfully against God, speaks against the Most High and his people. And as we look to the passage, he continues to speak in this way until he comes up against the Ancient of Days. He continues to speak, but the Ancient of Days is now on the scene. They said, the Bible says that his hair was white as snow, and, it, and, his, and his head was, and his clothing was white as snow, and his head was white like wool. His throne was like flaming fire, and its wheels were ablaze. The river was like a river flowing out of him, and thousands and thousands attended him, and other tens of thousands stood before him. And it says that a court was convened, and the court was seated, and books were opened. As I read this, I get a picture of the great white throne judgment in Revelation 20, when in this great white throne judgment, we see that books were opened, and as those who approached the throne, whose names were not written in the Lamb's book of life, were cast into the lake of fire. Do you know that this beast who was speaking boastfully, this antichrist who was speaking boastfully against God's people in the Most High was cast into the lake of fire, and also those whose names were not written in the Lamb's book of life. You might ask, why were they cast into the same lake of fire that was prepared for the enemy and his angels? Because that is the place assigned to all those who do not obey or follow the Lord our God. Now, finally, on a final note, what I want you to understand, even though these things must take place as they were revealed to Daniel, remember our God is still on the throne. Our God is sovereign and our God's kingdom, the kingdom of God, is eternal and everlasting. So always remember that in the, even in your darkest days, in your darkest hours, when it seems like there's no one around and God's not around, that he continues to be your God and enthroned 
in all majesty, power, and honor. Do you know today that God is sovereign? Do you know in the midst of all the uncertainty and confusion in the world that our God is still enthroned and his kingdom will never end? His kingdom is all powerful and it rules this entire world. If you don't know that today, today is the day to say, God, I want to know you in all of your power and all of your majesty. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you right now for who you are, and we just thank you, Father, for introducing yourself uh, to us, Father. And we want to ask you today, Father, continue, oh God, to keep your hand upon us. C continue, Father, to lead us and to guide us, and especially those who are listening today and watching who have no relationship with you. We pray all this in Jesus' precious, wonderful name. Amen. For a single soul, 